Welcome to What's Cooking Palm Beach with Chef David Pantone, Dean of the Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm Beach, also known as the Food Dude. Chef Pantone has been serving up amazing meals and desserts at some of the finest hotels and restaurants in New York City, Miami, and Palm Beach for most of his life. Now let's head into the kitchen with What's Cooking Palm Beach, sponsored by Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology. Hey, Joel Malkin here with Chef David Pantone from Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm Beach. It's What's Cooking Palm Beach. Chef, excited about today. Uh, before we get started, why don't you uh, tell us what this show is all about? The show is simply about food, all about food, glorious food, cooking, eating, healthy eating, superfoods, skills, technique, knowledge, fun with food, anything that has to do with food. We have a one-track mind on this radio show, food education. For me, in my world, food is everything. It's art, it's science, it's culture, it's entertainment, and it's my passion. So every week I get to talk about food and share, live for that. That's great. And you can always go to uh, chefpantone.com to find out more. You're going to hear some recipes and whatnot. You can find out the full recipes right there. Tell us what's on the menu. Sure. Our first course, our Amuse Boucher, is going to be an interview with a dear friend of mine, one of my graduates from... The last millennium. Another another graduate. Yeah, we got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of great graduates. Chef Ed Dickens. And then the appetizer is going to be the superfood of the week. We'll spin the wheel and see what we talk about today. We are going to have a special pork course. In classic cuisine, I don't know if there is a thing as a special pork course. There's usually a roasted meat course. But we're going to have an interview with Lindsay Autry and find out how her team did in the big Pork competition, Cochon 555. Lindsay was our guest last week, and uh, Chef Dickens is one of those chefs that just inspires me with his professionalism and all that he does, and that's what we're going to talk about. Proud to be an American chef. If we have time, we're going to have one of Chef Pantone's Tales from the Chef's Table. It's about a amazing trip to Washington, D.C. Our intermezzo, we have a question from a listener. Uh, with a be- what's the best way to cook brown rice? Always a tricky one. Then we have some food in the news, some culinary events for desserts, and uh, new classes starting at Lincoln Culinary. So chock full. The menu is full today. Let's get started. Let's introduce uh, the listeners to um, Ed. Is it Ed or Edward? Uh, Ed's fine. Ed's fi- okay. Ed's fine. Dickens. I'm sorry. Ed yes, Dickens. Sir. Yes, sir. Uh, is here. Uh, and uh, tell us tell us more about yourself. Well, I'm a professional chef. I've been in the area uh, most of my life. Uh, moved here in 1986 mm-hmm. with my grandparents and uh, went to formerly known Florida Culinary Institute. And, right. Uh, in the day, Chef Pantone was my uh, dean and still is the residing dean there. Right. Right on. And uh, from there, I've worked primarily all private clubs in my life. And uh, done some very cool stuff. Uh, lots of competitions and uh, done very well with those. It is a hardcore chef. Um, in chef, we have all these different kind of chefs, and maybe not everybody divides them like I do. You have your your meek, quiet chef, maybe, <laughs> you your gentleman <laughs> chef, your screaming maniac chef. Ed likes a challenge. He really likes to push it and to uh, learn and do and uh, have new experiences, huh? 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I also am kind of crazy too. I, I get <laughs> okay. loud, and, you know, loud and obnoxious once in a while. Well, I think we all do, right? Mm, could uh, happen. You seem pretty reserved. He does, isn't he? Nice and quiet. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting on my best face for you, Jewel. <laughs> well, thank you. He is a gentleman, yeah. though, and that's one of the highest compliments you I know pay. The sad, you know the sad part? I put on my best face for you. This is the best to get. <laughs> now you're a past president of the organization ACF, and uh, the ACF also uh, named you uh, Chef of the Year in the past as well. And what does that mean to be chef of the year? I know that sounds like a stupid question, but uh, it's just uh, demonstrating the you know the professionalism and the the high standards that are held to. So it's chef. not it's not just a matter of oh his food tastes the best. It's there's a lot of other things that go into it. No, it's an award uh, given out by your peers. Now, Ed, you have a pretty impressive resume. Uh, you have worked in uh, several places in the area, mostly as uh, executive chef, uh, Legacy Golf and Tennis Club in St. Lucie West, Martin Downs Country Club in uh, Palm City. Um, Sailfish Point Country Club in Stewart, familiar with that place. And right now you are the executive chef at Emerald Dunes Golf Club in West Palm Beach. A uh, really nice place. place. Yeah. I drove past it every day for years and years and years and just thought it was uh, something tucked away back there. Yeah. Only, if, only to find out that the members are all billionaires. Indeed, uh, yeah. Uh, very, very high profile membership. The kind that we can't mention any names, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Really very <laughs> exclusive, so they need a fantastic chef there. These people are used to the best in the world. They can afford it, so they're it, very well it, traveled. Yeah, yeah. They full, you fulfill that need okay. for them. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, Chef Dickens, we're going to get to know you a little bit more uh, in the main course a little bit later in the show here. Uh, Chef's Daily Special, proud to be an American chef. But before we do that, uh, we're going to move on to the superfoods portion of the show. Uh, and uh, well, Chef Pantone, what is a superfood? I'm glad that you asked. Thank you so much. The term superfood, I heard it on another television commercial, so people are obviously listening to this show. We're becoming the buzz. Yeah. Superfoods, so a category of foods that uh, that uh, everybody's making up their list. To be on the Chef Pantone list of superfood, there's three criteria. The first is the food needs to be nutrient-dense, right? You know what I mean? Calorie for calorie, ounce for ounce. And what we'll find is the higher the score from zero to 100, the more of these things that are in there. They're not just um, one-trick ponies that are high in vitamin C. They're high in lots of great things. The other two filters are they need to be available and affordable, right? I don't want to tell you about a food that's amazing that you can't get or you have to travel around the world to get it. All of the foods that make the list for this show are available at your local grocery store, right? Very good. I All think right. it's time. Yeah, we uh, and you're yeah you're a pretty strong uh, strong looking man. Ed. It's a manly man. Well, thank you, Joel. I Chef uh, Chef Dickens, and I'm ho- I'm, I hope you're happy with the life you've chosen. Have you ever heard uh, that one? Sort of. <laughs> Did you ever hear, hear that one? At times. With your last name, Dickens? I have. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, I actually have. Yes. Yeah, I've I heard quite a few of them. Yeah, I, I, I'm not original. <laughs> All right. So anyway, you're going to spin this big giant prize wheel that you see right in front of you, and we're going to see where it lands. Alrighty. Are you do ready? It. Give it a spin. Do it at the top here. It has to go all the way around. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Go, go. Swiss chard. Swiss chard. Man, this is our lucky day. Do you say chard or shard? Yeah, I say chard. You say chard. I do. Yeah, I've never heard of this. (laughs) Are you surprised? That's because it's green, Joel. Maybe Uh, you've heard of some of the other names (laughs) for it. But first I want you to know, because Swiss chard, shard, 1,000 on the superfood list. Hit the bell for crying out loud up there with the uh, other holy uh, green, all Green vegetables on the top. You got to know that kale, collard greens, Swiss chard, watercress, all up there. They're super duper foods. Um, often used in Mediterranean cuisine. 
the leaf stalk is – I happen to have some here, Joel. Look how pretty the big green leaves. And this is called rainbow char because the stems are different colors. They each have a little bit of a different flavor. Mm. So it's kind of like Skittles. Pretend it's like the Skittle superfood because they are the colors of the rainbow. I'm gonna bre- You know what? I'm going to break off a, a, little break bit of that. a piece right here to prove that I can taste this stuff. Is this too big a piece? It's Let's organic see. too, so there's no pesticides or anything. Dead air time. A little, little salty. <laughs> a little salty. Oh, is you it? have a very accurate taste buds there. I think the Diet Coke probably enhances that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so super – other common names, right? Swiss chard, silver beet. Maybe you know it by some of the other names. Perpetual spinach, spinach beet, crab beet, uh, bright lights, sea kale beets, mangold. None Not, of those ringing a bell. None of those ringing a bell. No bells there. Popeye's friend. Nothing like that. No. Let's talk about why it's way up there and the thousand. I'm gonna. I know you like sports and you like stats. So here's uh, the stats for the Swiss chard. Vitamin A, two hundred and fourteen percent. Right. Vitamin A, awesome for your vision. Great for your immune system. Vitamin C, 53%. That's more than an orange. Come on. How crazy is that? Vitamin E, 13%, which is hard to get those fat-soluble vitamins. Vitamin K, 716% of the daily recommended allowance. Great for your blood clotting. Also great uh, protects your heart and uh, is being claimed to be a cancer fighter. Great in iron and magnesium. Right? Two big things. Antioxidant, huge, 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 and anti-inflammatory. Uh, and delicious, all of those things. But how about delicious too? Yeah, and, I know and, I can make it delicious. How uh, about you, Chef Dickens? Absolutely. And uh, yeah, actually, Chef, you you have uh, several ideas of of how to make it. We'll go through some of these. Uh, don't really have time to get into all the recipes, but again, ChefPantone dot com. You can find the recipes there. Uh, sautéed Swiss chard. Uh, I'm not going to try to say this next word with an O at the beginning, or 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 Ketty. And it means little ears. All right. Oriketti pasta with Swiss chard and sausage. Uh, it has sausage uh, more, in it, more, though. Okay. Uh, rainbow chard and leek tart. Oh, one of my mm. favorites. Um, that's that. That's a dessert? Is That, that looks no. like a dessert. No, just because the... Well, you got a sure. pie shell involved in it, so I'm, I'm guessing it was a dessert. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Chef Pantone. I can eat it for a dessert because it would be nice and sweet with the leeks. I would slowly braise them. Excellent. You Absolutely. use uh, Swiss chard at the club? Uh yes, we uh, I personally treat it like um, more like collard greens. Yeah, it just yeah, doesn't yeah. take quite as long to braise. So you kind of braise or stew it with some pork product. Always pork. It's all about I the am pork a today. Big yeah. advocate of pork as well. So uh, green bacon. food with pork. I'm thinking that could be tasty for you. Okay with that? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Depends on how you make it. How much barbecue sauce we're putting there in. There you go. Yeah, that's it. There it is. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to okay. come back. Uh, so, again, chefpantone.com, you can find out all those recipes and what's cooking at chefpantone.com to email uh, with any questions or, or whatnot. Uh, David Pantone at uh, Lincoln Culinary Institute, um, a graduate from Lincoln Culinary, Chef Ed Dickens with us here, and uh, he's from Emerald Dunes these days, Emerald Dunes uh, Golf and Country Club in West Palm, yes, and we are going to be checking in with him again uh, after the break on our main course which is the chef's daily special this chef's daily special proud to be an american chef that's coming up right after this 
Get on your way to a new healthcare career with Lincoln College of Technology. Earn your associate's degree in nursing at their West Palm Beach campus. Learn the skills healthcare employers are looking for and prepare for a new career where you'll have a direct impact on patient care. Their industry contacts can help you launch a new career after graduation. Visit LincolnEDU.com today for student consumer information and to schedule a campus tour. LincolnEDU.com, student-centered training for careers that build America. Welcome back to What's Cooking Palm Beach. I'm Joel Malkin here with Chef David Pantone, Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm. It's uh, right off of uh, 45th Street and 95, just on the west side of 95 there. And uh, we have Ed Dickens here, our chef guest. Uh, main course, Chef's Daily Special. This is proud to be an American chef. And I think uh, you were telling me in the break that uh, when some people think of the uh, – when some people think of an American chef, the old uh, uh, thought comes to mind of that guy in the white hat uh, with a white T-shirt on going, Alice, order up, <laughs> right, with a cigarette in his Kiss mouth. Kiss my grits. And, and that's, not, that's not exactly what, what we're talking about when we say American chef. Yeah, we're talking about today's modern American chef, professional chef is what we're talking about. We've come a long way in the last... 30, 40, 50 years. Absolutely. And um, uh, back those days, we didn't get respect as being American chefs. We had to study with some French guy who either could cook or not cook, but he had an accent. You pay a lot of money for the accent. And now America has taken its place in the culinary world uh, amongst the top or at the top, and we all work together. When you get to levels like Chef Ed Dickens over here, you're working with people from all different countries, all different backgrounds. And what brings us together is the food, right? Absolutely. The food, the professionalism, Absolutely. the respect. Now, I've asked you this question before, um, several weeks ago, if you remember. What is the difference between a cook and a chef? And now we also have, and we know that Chef Dickens here is an executive chef. So what are the three things? Yeah, you want to uh, want to tell us a little bit about that? Or we'll uh, ban- every chef will have a different answer for you. Let's yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I would say that the cook is probably the the enthusiast, the, the person that likes to watch, uh, say, the Food Network and yeah, yeah. try to... And how about inspire. your line cooks? Uh, I would consider those guys uh, chefs. Um, wow! In their okay. own, uh, in their own yeah, right, I mean, they're bit, yeah. you know they're all working towards I think getting to that level. Um, if you're taking it seriously, that that's where you have to start. Oh, if some not, not too many people entry are happy. level chefs, maybe. So, so there, like that. there aren't yeah. too many people working under you that are just happy to make the fries. No, uh, <laughs> you know, and again, it depends where you're at. Yeah, it's uh, the establishment right. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, to be an executive chef just means that um, you're now a teacher to the mm. to the people that work with you, and uh, you're an organizer. You're an organizer. You run the business part of it. You have to make their schedules. You have to do those kind of things. Just speaking for myself, and maybe a lot of chefs, our favorite part is the cook part. Absolutely. When the when we're not on duty, we're cooking. And when we're on duty, if we can't be, we'd rather be cooking than making spreadsheets with Absolutely. labor cost analysis and stuff. That comes with the executive part, though. Exactly. That comes it's with like the pay catch twenty two. You want to get to that level, but once you get to that level, you kind of miss the the exhilarating part of cooking on the line for three or four hundred people in a couple of yeah, hours. Yeah. So when we can get together and through either a competition or a charity event, we're cooking. All the ego goes away. There's no arrogance, and we're just cooks. Absolutely. And that's what we love to do. So Absolutely. that's at the heart. So. Would that be why you're proud to be an American chef? Well, I'm proud to be an American chef because we have come so far, right? We are professional. We either have crisp white jackets on or whatever color jacket. You can have different color jackets. That's all cool. Uh, key is that they're clean and spotless. Absolutely. Right? By the time you hit a certain level, you're expected not to wipe your hands on your jacket, not to have schmutz all over yourself uh, because a clean jacket 
means a clean station, which means a clean kitchen, which means a clean restaurant. And uh, Chef, that's you've been saying that for 20 years. I have been you saying the exact same thing. I wonder. And, and I, it's funny because I repeat that to, <laughs> to my people as well. Right. I, I, let me ask you a question from a layman, somebody who you know doesn't spend a lot of time in, in these kitchens. What, and and have, maybe you've had a new student ask you this mm-hmm. of time to time. What's the difference what you wear? You're in a kitchen. The customers are coming in. They're not seeing you. You could be in a baseball cap and a T-shirt. Why does it matter? Yeah, and, and maybe the baseball cap and the t-shirt are the uniform of the day for that place. Some places are like that. That's okay. If that's the case, the hat should be pristinely clean. That t-shirt should be pristinely clean. Right? You, for the safety side, you don't want food from yesterday rubbing into your food for today that's going to be served that's mm-hmm. going to make you sick. Right? It's really about more than just appearance. It's about safety and sanitation. The yeah. jackets that we wear, these are double-breasted jackets. You pour some hot oil on you. It's, uh, you'll have your jacket off before it goes through the second penetration. You have black work shoes on. Uh, part of that is appearance, the color and everything, but the work shoes are good for working. Yeah. You're wearing sneakers. You're going to pour something on there, break your foot. You're on workman's compensation. You can never work again. That's well, a even sad in the, story. Even in the fast food places they have, you get to my daughter, I told you, works uh, fast food, and they make you wear the, the non-slip shoes, yeah. black non-slip shoes, because it's always some something uh, whether it's water, or the sure, they don't the want area, you to fall down and right. sue and, and everything Absolutely. either. And right. uh, the cleanliness, besides the sanitation part, is that that shows you're focused on what you're doing. Right. And you you they're are good enough. You're conscious you enough to have a, a clean uniform, a clean station, a clean kitchen, a beautiful clean plate. You're not just slopping stuff together. Um, I'm going to ask this to Chef Dickens. Uh, where do you get your inspiration for new dishes? Uh, everywhere. Uh, TV, magazines, other chefs. Um, generally, what I uh, I like to do, I get ideas sparked from what another chef is doing, and I kind of think about what I could do with it to make it different. Um, a chef told me a long time ago when my first jobs was, you know, there's really no such thing as an original idea. It's just your take on the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that holds true in, in most cases. Um, yeah, there's a lot of inspiration out there. Hmm. Okay. Um, and let's talk about some of the ways that uh, chefs and their establishments like yours get back to the community. Uh, through charity events and, uh, you know, various, various charity events, especially in the, the Palm Beach area, there's a lot going on. Uh, uh, we work a lot with Quantum House, um, Children's Home Society, uh, in this uh, uh, Chef Lindsay's cause, uh, the Taste of the Nation, a couple of days ago with uh, No Kid Hungry. And we're, we're going to talk to uh, Chef uh, Lindsay Autry, as I mentioned uh, when we were talking about the menu. Um, we're going to be talking to her uh, in a little bit as well, uh, and a wrap-up from that, because I understand uh, congratulations are in order. But we'll talk more about uh, that, that event that you guys all did. So uh, with week. that event, um, chefs were preparing foods and raising money, and the American Culinary Federation the organization of chefs actually donated $1,000 to that, too. So that's another way that we're doing it. Um, through the Michelle Obama and through the Obama administration, there's, an, there's a, a movement called Chefs Move to Schools. So it's a call for all chefs in the country to adopt a school and to go and help them plant gardens, help the cafeteria workers plan menus, do everything to help beat this childhood obesity epidemic that we have. 
And there's a National Chef's Move to School Day. How about that? We have our own day, May 8th, coming up real soon. So every chef is called, uh, calling from the White House to please go out and help fight this one school at a time. Pretty cool. Great. And, Ed, you are uh, going to be at the uh, the home of uh, one of our other, uh, one of my favorite guests that we, we had here, the folks uh, at the uh, the Fancy Chicken. Love yeah. those guys. Yeah. Uh, on May 2nd. Solace Organic Farms, home of the Fancy Chicken. And Dexter. And Dexter. Yeah, Dexter. We had Dexter here. Rooster. He actually, he <coughs> pooped right there where you have your plate. Oh, right perfect. there. Perfect. <laughs> your hand is. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but you're going to be there when? May 2nd from 9 to 11. You're doing a demo with uh, Fancy Chicken's Organic Chicken Eggs. That's correct. Yep. You're showing what you could do with Dexter's. Actually, Dexter doesn't make the eggs. He he's doesn't. Just a breeder, right? He just a, oversees the operation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Promotes uh, the cool. success. I, I, I miss Dexter. Yeah. Right. I, I think everyone So does Ed got inspired <laughs> by those guys. Absolutely. By Mark and Michael and Dexter, maybe. Mm-hmm. And now you buy a hundred dozen eggs a week or something? Or yeah, we're, I'm actually uh, looking at uh, switching our whole program over to uh, the, the Fancy Chicken's uh, eggs and uh, hopefully some chicken as well. We'll have yeah. to look. But, uh, and some of their produce that they do out there yeah, as well. So when we say that's where he gets its inspiration, yeah, we get it from right. each other. So yep. back to what you were saying, you know, it's just, it comes in all different forms. Is, are they on Hypoloxo or uh, Lantana you know, Road? I'm it's nice. somewhere tucked right down there. Yeah, it's in Wellington, right? Or Lake Worth. Lake Worth. Uh, Lake, Lake Worth. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. predict you'll drive by I'm, it three pre- times uh, before you find the right hedge. I'm relying on my Google Maps. Yes. Yeah. Google it. The fancy chicken. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel real bad because if Michael uh, Meliak is listening, he's he's on my Facebook, always commenting and uh, liking things he's, that I post yeah, and stuff. Yeah, he's good and, like that. And uh, he's going to probably be listening and, and hit me up on Facebook. And you don't know where we are by now? Yeah. You said it like 40 times when we were on the show. So I <laughs> feel bad about that. But that's uh, May 2nd at the Fancy Chicken. Uh, Ed Dickens yep. will be there. All right. Uh, we are going to come back with more on what's cooking Palm Beach. Um, we uh, we have Ed Dickens here, uh, executive chef at uh, Emerald Dunes Country Club in West Palm. Uh, we had a guest last week, and we mentioned this, Lindsay Autry, a uh, chef uh, who finished uh, in the top five, I think maybe number three, I think, something like that, on Top Chef several years ago. She's awesome. Yeah, and she uh, actually uh, took part in this event you guys were talking about here locally, and we're going to uh, put a call into her and talk to her right after the break. Is the kitchen your favorite room in the house? Does a career doing what you love sound appetizing to you? Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology in West Palm Beach, has your recipe for success. In their campus restaurant, you can train to turn your passion for cooking into a delicious new career. Visit lincolnculinary.com for student consumer information and to schedule a campus tour. That's lincolnculinary.com. Visit them today. Welcome back. It is What's Cooking Palm Beach. I'm Joel Malkin here with Chef David Pantone from Lincoln Culinary Institute. Uh, we have Chef Ed Dickens here. Uh, we're going to check in now with our guest from last week. Uh, loved having her here, Chef Lindsay Autry, because I understand uh, that uh, they actually uh, had some success. And I think I'm saying this right now. I couldn't get it right last week. The Kashan 500. Lindsay, is that right? Kashan 555. Five. I uh, had the name right so, and then the number wrong. So Kashan 555. Cl- five. Clarify the answer was no, that wasn't right. <laughs> but it's Kashan. That was the part I was focusing on. Anyway, hey, congratulations, I understand. Thank you so much. Yeah, so that was the great competition down in Miami. Lindsay's team won first place. Here it is. Thank you. Fabulous. Congratulations. So 
Remind us about it, right? 555. Tell us about 555 and Koshon. Yeah, so Koshon 555 is a a national tour competition that um, goes to 10 different cities in the U.S., and it's five chefs, five pigs, and five winemakers. Now, what if one of the chefs was a pig, (laughs) figuratively speaking? But I, I know not in your case. Well, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, we, we don't have we have no that. knowledge of such things. Today's theme, today's main main uh, lesson of the day is proud to be an American chef. So we don't have I any know, of those. Uh, we're just teasing. Uh, so so congratulations. So what happens next? So next, um, we go on to compete nationally um, in Aspen um, in June. In June, in Aspen. How is Aspen? Obviously, you can't do any skiing. I'm guessing in June in Aspen. No, it's it's pretty and great. Maybe water skiing. So, it's yeah, beautiful well, in the summertime. It, is it? Amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, but this is, it's, I don't think I'll be enjoying too much of Aspen. <laughs> it's, it's all about the pig again. So There's a song there I was somewhere. just thinking that you and I are on the same wavelength. That's so weird. I was saying it's all about the pig. Um, <laughs> I'll write that for you, Lindsay. And, and, the theme song. I, thank you. And you're, you are familiar with uh, our guest this week, uh, Chef Ed Dickens, right? Yes, yes, one of my favorite chefs in town. Hey, Chef, how are you? Wow, thank you. How you doing, Chef? Congratulations, Good. by the way. Thank you. So, Lindsay, Ed asked me this morning, how do I get in that competition? <laughs> yeah, how, how, do you, how do you get to be there? How does that work? Um, I, you get invited uh, by the tour. So, I don't even know, but I'll definitely pass your name along. <laughs> he <laughs> wants to be on your team next time. Yeah, That's I, I, want, I want to slay a pig with you, Chef. <laughs> okay. Well, you right. guys, now, you guys were just uh, all hanging out uh, uh, just the other day, what, Thursday, right? Taste of the Nation yep. was amazing. Absolutely. Yes, it was great. Remind us who that who that all benefited from. As we have other state, you know, folks from other stations. I know, uh, you know, uh, Sally from the Mo and Sally Show from uh, Cool 105.5 was there, and uh, we had some other local celebs and such. So what was that all about? So, Taste of the Nation, um, we raise money to help feed uh, children in need in our community. Um, And really, the money filters back to the public school system and goes into the free breakfast program and the summer meal program um, for children uh, when school's not in session. So, we know, obviously, the event's wrapped up. Folks can't go do that, but there's other ways to raise money, right? They can still maybe donate? Yes, absolutely. If you go to nokidhungry.org, uh, there's lots of information there. Um, we also uh, participate in a national bake sale where you can do a bake sale or a yard sale in your front yard and donate a portion of the proceeds at any point during the year. It's a grassroots effort. Very That's cool. cool. Every Very time cool. I try to do a bake sale, I make all the baked goods and eat them myself before I can get there to sell them. It's, it's, uh, when it's she a tragedy. Said you can do a bake sale. She wasn't really talking about you. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Well, you need a supervisor. Can you tell us what you guys made? So you had this amazing red waddle, waddler, waddle, red waddle. Yeah, a red waddle pig um, from South Florida Heritage Farm, which is in Okeechobee. And this um, is at the, uh, the Kashan 555 that we're talking about that you guys yeah. won. I don't think the recipes yeah. will be on my website, but... <laughs> the recipes are really intense. I'm um, sure. But, yes, um, our menu was six dishes. Um, we made a porchetta de testa, which is basically a roulade made from the pig's head uh, that's deboned. <laughs> and, I wish yeah, we had a um, <laughs> web TV here. Day. Lindsay, you got to see Joel's face, right? He was waiting. Um, he, was waiting. waiting. <laughs> he was waiting for me to make that face. Like, it ah, looked, it yeah. looked like... Pig's, the pig's head. head. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, Joel, if 
It's going to get worse, actually, because you have to use it. So hold on. But, um, I think i got to go do a traffic <laughs> report. Yeah, you might want to go step away for a second. Um, Wait a week for the, yeah, the cochons. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, the entire and, and all the judging is, is about presentation and taste, like any competition, but also how well you utilize the entire pick. So, um, so yeah, we made a porchetta de testa, and it had a salad of pickled peaches and some local greens, and we made a mole as the sauce for it, but instead of using chocolate, we used the pig blood. Right on. Um, for that. That nice. sounds like your um, Mexican influence from your time in Mexico, huh? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we also did a very courageous dish, and we made a pork loin ceviche. Get out um, of here. Wow. We sure did. Um, Joel, that means raw pork. Don't try that at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, leave that to the professional. Um, but, yeah, we made a pork loin ceviche in a Peruvian style nice. and served it on the crispy skin, like a, a pork rind, with a you, roasted sweet potato puree. You get bonus points for courageousness. Yeah, yes, sure. yes. Well, you have I think to they call that, that courage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then... Um, Let's see. I made a couple of dishes that were inspired from my childhood growing up in North Carolina. So I made an Eastern-style North Carolina barbecue sandwich um, where we smoked the picnics for about 18 hours. And then we also made um, honey-glazed hams out of all the hocks and shanks and mixed those together and served them on homemade brioche buns. And it had a little syringe stuck in it of a of a North Carolina vinegar sauce that I you saw had the to syringe. Very inject. Cool. Yep, yep. Yeah, to order. Lindsay, um, we Lindsay, have, yes. Have you ever uh-huh. watched the movie Babe? <laughs> I, listen, Does that I bother you? Pigs, okay, I'll right. right. It doesn't bother me. All right. <laughs> um, we also made a snack pack, uh, snack which was pack. a little cup that had several things in it. Um, we made a, what we called the Palm Beach Slim Jim. <laughs> And uh, we made a Slim Jim. Uh, basically, we made a, a chorizo sausage and dehydrated it, and it had that snap like a like a Slim Jim does. And we also made um, pig wings, where we took all of the ribs and cut them down into small pieces and French them, so like little lollipops. And we made those in a Korean style and fried them and toast them. Wow! I tossed them in all different types of spices. And then uh, we made heart push-up pops. So I just um, made that last night. What a coincidence for the kids! Wow. <laughs> well, this was—I don't know if the kids like no. it. Um, I wonder what the trade value is. The, the pig liver and made a liver worst and mm. put that into the push-up, and then it had some pickles and mustard, and then the actual pig heart has a garnish grilled on top. And we made a Brunswick stew, which is a very southern thing, uh, with the belly. But instead of using corn, we used the Florida simchi rice, which is grown in Palm Beach County, and made a kanji out of that. Nice. And uh, there was one more that I am forgetting about now. Um, Tell me about the spam. But there's a lot. The spam. (laughs) Um, Uh, The spam, yes. Yeah, the spam. Um, I just wanted to throw out there that the chef is now dubbed the uh, princess of pork. Yes, I read that. I know. I don't. I don't know how I feel about Lindsay, that. I mean, it's awesome, but I don't know if normal people. Yeah. Lindsay, you need what that means. you need to you need to report to us anytime you're coming into Palm Beach County. 
uh, because we I need to put out an alert to all the pigs to run high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're going to put it on the traffic just, report? The yeah, it's just, yeah, pigs, uh, pigs, you should probably go hide in your straw house. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. It, it's just, uh, no, It's look, this is a chef show, and I eat do. my share of pork, too. She's a warrior. Oh, yeah. This is amazing. Sure. Chefs, we're just... Uh, getting crazy here this is fantastic this is this so, so hardcore tell us about the spam that we did yeah so i bought um i bought little sardine cans um and what we did is we made we made a mortadella um which is you know similar to a bologna hot dog style uh sausage that you mix in dairy and emulsify it so it it becomes that kind of hot dog texture and we folded the pork tenderloin into that, so there were little pieces of pork tenderloin. And we actually cooked it in the cans, um, so it took the form of the sardine can. And then uh, we made an aspic, which for those of you that don't know is just a, a very fancy word for a savory jello or pig, gelatin. Pig um, jelly. And, yes, so we used the, all the different pork stock that we had used to do different things when we were cooking the other parts of the pig and I clarified it where you make a consomme you add egg whites and so it comes out clear um, and we added some gelatin to that and set uh, jardinier pickles so cauliflower and pepperoncinis and then set that around the mortadella and serve that with sliced olives and cracklings on top and then we made cute little lids and covered it and put it in a bathtub. So it looked like a really kind of grocery store version of Spam. But when you opened it, it was this beautiful, yeah. very chef-presented thing. And it was really inspired to be kind of like a mufalata sandwich in a can. Hmm. And I will never eat again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Luckily, I'm we have some. You had your Cheetos? Picky eater. No, you didn't bring them. I never ate them last time. What happened to them? You took them? They should be no. left over up there. All I right. wouldn't take All them. Right. <laughs> Chef, Chef Lindsay Autry, um, uh, remind us really quick before we let you go, remind us again of your business here in Palm Beach County. Yeah, I have a, a boutique catering company called Fin and Feather, and our website is Fin and Feather palmbeach.com beach.com. make sure you check them out and again uh, you will be moving on with your uh, four fellow chefs uh, to the uh, Kushan 555 the next uh, the next level of competition in Aspen in June that is correct Thank I got you. it all right give me a ding you did you did <laughs> yeah, you break a trotter <laughs> thank you. You're the best. Right. Thank you so Lindsay, much. Lindsay, thank you for joining us. Good luck, Chef. Thanks for having me, guys. See you right. soon. Take care. Take care. I love her. We'll, we'll have to make sure that we check in with Lindsay again in June and see the how best. she does uh, with the pork. The poor pigs. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, before we get to the side dish, I know you want to tell your story from the chef's table. You guys have some sandwiches here. Tell me what you guys brought. Well, we weren't going to be cooking anything today, so, you know, I like to have a little little something to chow on. I stopped at the new Whole Foods right down there in uh, Palm Beach Lakes in the outlets. And, man, for me, that's like a day at Disney World. Actually, I would much rather go to Whole Foods than Disney World. The bakery, a lot of cool things. I have a lot of graduates and students working there. And the bakery is run by one of my graduates who was one of my students when I was her teacher. So we're talking hmm. 23, wow. two years ago. So that makes me really proud. Fresh baked breads. They're one of the only Whole Foods that's doing all scratch baking, 100%. And beautiful imported meats and cheeses. Pretty yummy. And uh, I didn't cook any of this. I'm proud of that, too. However, yeah. uh, you know, it's done by professionals. 
Absolutely. Have you been in the new one yet? No, I have not. No, it's have uh, not. designed a little bit different than some of the other ones. <clears throat> they used some of the European design, the European design team. So There's a bar there. There's the a the craft Alex. beer tasting. Really? And so, there's a bar, right? You can sit. I haven't been inside. It's not like it gave me a Jack Daniels on the Rock kind of bar, but it's a, a tasting bar right. for food and some craft beer and maybe a little wine. I have to check that out. But that's research, okay? Do they have a happy that's hour? That's not going to that's drink. That's my first question. Is there a happy hour at Whole Foods? <laughs> Every hour is happy hour at Whole Foods. No. <laughs> Uh, are we gonna take a I, I didn't spend sandwiches? any time at the bar. I was on company time. Thank sure. you. But yes, well, I've eaten one sandwich already. So let's take a bite. Would uh, you let's like have some? the chefs eat some. You know, there's uh, always stuff on these sandwiches yes. that are pre-made that uh, I definitely yeah. don't eat. I I'm asked gonna, for the the, um, <laughs> the, uh, the Skittles and potato chip sandwich, and they were just fresh out. I'm Sorry. the guy that goes to the burger joint and asks for a ketchup only. I'm the <laughs> guy you ketchup, hate, ketchup, no burger. No. Do you do you hate that when you get when you get uh, special <laughs> orders? I'm, I'm going to put you on Front Street here. Well, when hate's you, a strong word, Joel. Uh, all right. Does it, does it annoy you at all to make a special order? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I think I'd be lying if I told you different. But okay. a lot of time and effort goes into the dishes that are prepared. Like, do you see it on the menu? <clears throat> so to have them altered kind of goes against the grain of what the chef's vision is for you to eat it. But I also understand that allergies and such are an issue. But if you don't have an allergy. I think you should try it. At least try everything once. You know. Okay. That's he said I, that right to your face. How you yes, like that? Yeah, he did. And, <laughs> and, and I, I'm a little older than him, so I got over that a few years ago. I just charge more. There you right? go. It makes me feel there good. You All go. right, you're not going to like it. Well, then I'm going to take an extra day vacation. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Somewhere you have to feel good about it. All right. All right. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to come right back with a side dish. I'm going to let these guys eat a little bit and, and pick on me some more for being picky. Uh, <laughs> we'll come right back with Tales from the Chef's Table. Chef Pantone goes to Washington. Wasn't that the name of a movie? Something like that? I don't know. We'll sort it out after this on What's Cooking Palm Beach. If that sound gets your motor running, it's time for a career with a little extra horsepower. Lincoln College of Technology is now enrolling for hands-on automotive technology training. Learn the skills that can help you launch an automotive career today. Visit LincolnEDU.com. Welcome back to What's Cooking Palm Beach on WJNO. Chef David Pantone here from Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm. And, uh, of course, you can look him up, chefpantone.com, and find all the recipes that we've talked about during the show. Really, anything we've talked about, he puts it right there. Works very hard on it, right, Chef? Very hard. And another guy that works really hard is executive chef at Emerald Dunes in West Palm Beach. That's uh, Chef Ed Dickens. Hello. Thanks for joining us again today as well. Uh, and we are going to talk about the side dish. Uh, chef, this is your tale from the chef's table. You know, I love to share a little personal story every week. And this one takes us back to circa 1995, 6, and 7. There was a time uh, that we at the Florida Culinary Institute at that time, now Lincoln Culinary Institute, got close with uh, Congress, right? So... The Speaker of the House was Newt Gingrich. His wife, Marianne, would come to the school and visit, and we became kind of friends. And uh, she would come for lunch in the Cafe Protégé. So we planned for three years. We had visits to Washington, D.C. Two times we cooked for Congress. Myself, a couple of teachers, and a bunch of students. Ed Dickens was one of those students at that time. We had a blast. I was. And then one time was to cater uh, Jackie Gingrich Cushman's wedding, so Newt's daughter's wedding. Oh. So talk about proud to be an American chef. We're in the, na- the nation's capital. The wedding took place, the, cere- the reception took place 
in the speaker's floor. So when you look at the building about halfway up, you have one floor with all these beautiful columns going around. That's called the speaker's floor. That was Newt's office and all of his staff and everybody there. They cleared everything out. That was where we had the reception. It was about midnight, right? The party's done. The cooks are done. We're all done. And we got a special capital tour. And uh, Speaker Gingrich was with us. Marianne was with us. It's about midnight. We're up in the top of the Capitol building. There's a statue on the top called the Freedom Statue, and it's hollow. And I know it's hollow because I climbed up a ladder inside of it, and uh, from one little porthole, you can see the most beautiful view of our country from the top of the Capitol building. So proud to be an American chef, yes. And as a chef, there's a million different adventures you can have and uh, have a great life at it. That sounds pretty cool. That's that was really pretty awesome. All right, let's uh, do our intermezzo. Is, am I saying that right? Intermezzo? intermezzo? I like the way you say All that. All right. Uh, You're not so Italian, though. A right? question a from a listener. Or... And by the way, if you have a question, what's cooking at ChefPantone.com? No. Uh, Alfredo, he's Italian from uh, Lake Park. I'm guessing Alfredo <laughs> we from We could go Lake with Park. that. Uh, he asks, what time? every time I cook brown rice, it turns out different, sometimes too mushy, sometimes too crunchy. Chef, what's the trick? To get it right every time. Yeah, that's a that's well, that's common, right? For white rice, for any kind of rice, first is read the directions because there's people like Ed Dickens and I who get paid money to write the directions. So you can make a good living. So <laughs> yeah. directions are usually right. Um, here's a, a different way for brown rice that I've been using for a couple of years now. Works perfect every single time. Put the rice in the water, bring it to a full boil, turn it down to a simmer, put a lid on it, let it simmer for 30 minutes. Take it off the fire, strain it out like you would with spaghetti or pasta. Strain out all the water, put it back in the pot, put the lid back on, put it put it somewhere, not on the fire. Ten minutes exactly. That's it. what it takes. Then you dump it out onto a pan and spread it out so it can cool quickly. Chef, that's like my favorite way to do it now. Since I started that method, I learned it on YouTube, right? Yeah. We're inspired. We learn from everything. I learned that method on YouTube, and it's perfect every single time. Yeah. You ever have trouble with your rice? Not so much. You're not, good at it. Not so much. Yeah. Uh, um, sometimes wild rice in particular. Wild rice tricky. also. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's time and temperature. That's all it is. You know, I, I have a question for you guys. Uh, last what is night, brown rice? Last <laughs> night I was making hamburger helper and it came out a little runny. <laughs> yeah, we have questions for you. <laughs> I figured that would annoy both of you. <laughs> Send your questions to chefpantone.com. What's cooking at yeah, What's cooking at chefpantone.com? But don't ask them about hamburger helper. It probably will annoy them. Just like the look Check I just this got up. in this room. Chef Dickens, here's your challenge for the day. I give you a box of hamburger helper. Can you make something amazing out of it? Yeah, most certainly. Yeah, but most how much certainly. stuff do you have to do add? Do I have other ingredients? You have to use yeah, the yeah. ingredients that it comes with, uh, though, yeah. in addition to your own. Now, you, you could use those. You have to use those, but you can add stuff. You can add stuff. Yeah, I can do that. You can't just take the pasta. No, Yeah, like on Top Chef. Lindsay Autry was on. That's they the have challenges like that. Wow. Yeah, she had to use canned peas or something, and uh, like batter it and fry it. Like you could do awesomeness yeah, with yeah, it because yeah. you have all the skills and knowledge and talent. It, like a mozzarella stick, but we I love that kind of stuff. Followed the directions and couldn't even make it right like <laughs> yeah, that. So. That's our challenge. You give us caviar and foie gras. That's easy peasy. Give us something hard, man. Yeah. Make it. Yeah. Make us work for it. Absolutely. All right. We're going to come right back <laughs> and uh, have our dessert. Uh, sadly, no dessert, actual food dessert brought here today. But uh, we, it's okay, Chef. It's all right. I forgive you. But uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about news and events going on around town uh, and, and some uh, food in the news uh, coming up next on What's Cooking Palm Beach. Training and skilled trade.
trades like HVAC prepares you for careers that build America. Start now at Lincoln College of Technology. At their West Palm Beach campus, you can gain technical skills and practical knowledge in refrigeration fundamentals, residential climate control, basic electricity, and more. Visit LincolnEDU.com for student consumer information and to schedule a campus tour. Lincoln College of Technology. For careers that build America, visit LincolnEDU.com today. Welcome back once again. It's What's Cooking Palm Beach, the show all about food. Seinfeld was the show all about nothing. This right. is the show all about food, just so you could keep that in order. I'm Joel Malkin here with Chef David Pantone from Lincoln Culinary Institute, uh, right on the 45th Street West of I-95 in West Palm Beach. We have got another chef, the executive chef, at Emerald Dunes Country Club in West Palm Beach. And that is Ed Dickens here with us as well. And we're going to do our dessert now. Uh, news and events. Uh, let's talk about some events going on Lincoln Culinary Institute. Fantastic. Thank you. We have new classes starting on Monday, April 27th. So if you know somebody who's interested, has a passion, a desire, maybe they're in the food service industry already, maybe they um, want to be in it, give them my number, 1-800-TOP-CHEF. Have them call me. I'm happy to talk with them, give them a little career advice, maybe tour them around the school. How often? Now, that's this Monday, so if somebody's a little bit late getting in sure. on that, how often do you do these classes? Every month? Almost every month. You start yep, new yep, classes yep. close to every month. Okay, so you should always yeah, you that know, would could be kind of close. Out. So you can go to chefpantone.com and get more. You could call 1-800-TOP-CHEF. You had it first. We did. That was uh, Before there was a TV show, that was the phone number, right? You, you, know, you went there. That's uh, that cool. Chef Dickens. So yes, it was yes. the number back then, right? We could verify I, that. I don't know if you ever called the number. It was 1-800-CHEF. I don't remember the top chef part. Oh, yeah. So I feel cheated, okay. actually. I, well, <laughs> I'm going to take your grade. I think, be. you got, think you got an A. I'm going to change it to an A- minus for not knowing the telephone oh, number. Man. I can All do right. that. Uh, well, he didn't have to call in because he was never late. He right, exactly. That's correct. Um, that hey, you know, right. some of the other events that are uh, that are going on. Uh, of course, Sunfest is happening at uh, what kicks off on, uh, I believe, on Wednesday. It and, does. Uh, and uh, there's always all kinds of great food. Good uh, eats at Sunfest. You get a chance to get out to Sunfest. And uh, that's, you know, of course, my favorite part of going to Sunfest. But a lot of people uh, go because of the music. Check out this lineup this year. Uh, opening night, Lenny Kravitz is going to be playing. Mm. Everybody loves Lenny. You know who Lenny's mom was? I don't. Roxy Roker, who was in the Jeffersons. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My wife loves Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, and I love the Jeffersons. No, I, Lenny Kravitz <laughs> is great. He's been, uh, he, and he's been in the Hunger Games, I think. Killed him off in yes. one of the Hunger Games. Well, I think I maybe hopefully somebody's I just seen saw that on Netflix. Yeah, you're yeah. Hopefully right. I didn't. It wasn't a spoiler for anybody. That was the second movie I think he was, was killed great. off. Yeah. No, I haven't <sighs> seen any of them or read any of the books, but now it's spoiled. Not Lenny, but the character was killed off. He's a, he Lenny's great for Lenny dead. is fine. <laughs> uh, he'll be at Sunfest Wednesday. Uh, Sammy Hagar with the Circle. Sammy Hagar in the Circle, new band he's playing with. Uh, Paramore, uh, Three Eleven, uh, Eddie Money. Now I saw Eddie Money when I was up in New England. Really? I saw him on that commercial on the TV. Money, yeah, yeah, that was great. What kind of top? Yeah. Any Money wasn't that uh, impressive when I saw him. But and I saw him in 1979, too. So, oh, All right, probably better then. Uh, but Any Money will be there. STP, Stone Temple Pilots with Chester Bennington, uh, Fall Out Boy, and uh, Chef, I know you like Boston, the group Boston. I do. I saw them in 1979 there also. There you go. Maybe so 1980. They're going to be there, too. Those are two good days. High Very school. Cool. So that's Sunfest going on, uh, and uh, you can always uh, go to sunfest.com and find out more about that. Uh, I believe you can still get those discount tickets, too, if you get them before opening day. So check into that. All right. 
show is not sponsored by Sunfest or anything. I just thought it'd be nice and uh, you know give it out. The it's good for the community. Uh, all right. So what is going on? Cultured meat. This is in the news. Check it out. This is big, big news, especially if you're in a, a foodie or a futurist. So um, lots of laboratory studies going on in Australia. And they're a little ahead of us on this, though it might be happening here in the United States under secret, right? So you have scientists working to create meat, right? Just like we have our stem cell research. Create meat. Right? Check that this out. This weird. is cool. Yeah, I'm going to go on record as this is weird. Yeah. Okay. But intriguing. But I have to, say, uh, to me, it's just knowledge. With how you use but it, cool. that's, that's up to you, right? It's all three of those things. Cool as well. I'm going to put that okay. in there as well. Okay. So right now, you know, everybody's talking about stem cell research, about growing organs, growing a new heart, a new kidney, so that when yours goes bad, you can get a new one. Same technology can be used with by taking the stem cells from beef from muscle meat and growing new muscle meat, right? So uh, I, I just did some research on it. The uh, professor, two years ago, he had his first positive results and he had some ground meat because I don't know how you would act, uh, how you would exercise the muscles. I have to do a little more research. So it's all kind of like ground meat, but it's meat. It came from beef cells and the cells reproduce and it turns into meat. And it cost over $250,000 a couple years ago. His new techniques and everything are down to about $36 a pound. That's still pretty expensive, but we use meat like that. Those I bet are, you at the store. That's Kobe beef prices. <laughs> that's right Kobe there. beef that's, prices. Yeah. We use that kind of meat already. Mm-hmm. But imagine. Um, how how much less energy it would take to grow meat like that, feed the world without destroying the environment, without the uh, methane gases released into the ozone, without the energy, without all of that. Uh, I don't think we have any any idea, any any plans to get rid of the beef industry at the minute, at the moment. Maybe this is 20, 30 years down the road, and maybe it's related. Now, the news article you brought in says here it could spell the end of traditional cattle farming within decades. And does when you mean, put that voice on there, well, too. Saying, does that mean that's my news voice? <laughs> that's the news that, voice. Does that mean that we, you know, farmers should be concerned? I mean, and you heard it right here. Yes, you, know, you should we don't want to sell uh, your farm today and run to the hills. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's just progress. It's something happening, and um, how it turns out, I don't know. You know, just something I want you to learn something new every day on this show. And you learn something new, and maybe it sparks an interest and inspires you to do a little more research and find out. I want to see it grow. Uh, you want to see, yeah. Because in the picture that you have here in the article, a guy is holding a hamburger patty uh, that I believe they're saying grew into a hamburger patty, which is pretty wild. I, <laughs> yeah, there's a video <laughs> attached to that website. Yeah. I couldn't print out the video for you. Interesting. But where that big empty spot is on the yeah, page, there's that, the yeah, video. Yeah, so The YouTube play sign. I would go to YouTube and uh, type in uh, cultured, cultured meat, meat and yeah. probably uh, find some. Uh, uh, what what is it? Uh, wild wacky stuff. What was that? Uh, what was his name? He used to do on Saturday Night Live. He used to do the uh, Johnny Carson impression. Anyway, cool. yeah. all right. Well, hmm. so Game as party. a teacher, as the school, our job is to teach the past and the techniques, but have our students pointed to the future. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, once again, we want to thank our guest today, uh, Ed Dickens, executive chef at uh, Emerald uh, Dunes. Country Club. Yes, yeah, sir. Thanks for having me. It's great. Palm Beach. Lots Thanks of fun. For you inspire me, Chef Dickens. Thank you. you Keep it up. You me as well, Mention Chef. again, a graduate from Lincoln Culinary right Institute on. in West Palm Beach. So thanks for joining us in the What's Cooking Kitchen. Make sure you join us next time when Chef Pantone's daily special will be. Another great chef from a local restaurant. I can't tell you his name right now because it's top secret. Don't miss it. It's going to be an awesome show. All right. We will talk to you next week on What's Cooking Palm Beach. 
You've been listening to What's Cooking Palm Beach with Chef David Pantone, Dean of the Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm Beach. Tune in and find out what's cooking Saturdays from 1 till 2 p.m. on News Radio 1290 WJNO. If you have any questions or ideas on a topic, please email what's cooking at chefpantone.com. That's P A N T O N E.com. What's Cooking Palm Beach, sponsored by Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology.